and welcome to the Fit Chicks and Hormones podcast, where we offer suggestions and information about balancing your hormones naturally so that you can start taking action today. I'm excited to be here today with you, sharing my experiences and the experiences of my clients in hopes that you will learn so much about how you should truly feel when you take the action steps to a life full of hormone harmony. I'm finding that the more that I learn, the more that I research, the more that I come across and the more clients that I continue to work with, like there's so much out there that us women just don't know that we need to know about our health moving forward. And if you haven't experienced it already by being like, oh my gosh, I'm hitting perimenopause and this is happening. If you're not there yet, you will get there because everybody does. Or maybe you're in menopause and you're like, what has happened to my body? Or maybe you're postmenopausal and like, I have no hormones left and I don't know what to do because I'm not sleeping, I don't feel good. Anyways, all the things. But not just that, but like, I, I feel like I, nobody tells us this, right? Um, we know what menopause is and they just say, oh, it's just when you have no more hormones and then everything just falls apart. <laughs> but there's so much more out there and the world now compared to many years ago is so different that... There's so many things that you can do to address these things to just make sure you feel best because most of us are going to hit postmenopause around 50. And if you think you could have another 50, potential 50 years of life, you don't want to live the way that you're feeling if you're not feeling great. So anyway, that's just off on a tangent. Anyway, so like I want to answer your questions and I know maybe you don't know, maybe you don't have any. Or maybe you don't even know what's going on. Or maybe you're just not even sure if this is hormone related. But that's why I want you to ask. That's why I want you to um, bring your questions and ask me. Because I can help you and tell you if they are or not. Okay. Um, so if you think of anything, if there's anything that comes along or something creeps up and you're like, oh, I wonder about this. Ask me. Send me a message. You can post it in the group. You can send me a message on on Facebook or um, on Instagram and just just ask whatever it is you have and I can hold on to them and I will do them once a month or if it's something I feel like I want to answer to you personally I will do it at that time so okay um so today I'm just what I'm gonna do today I want to answer some questions that I have been asked over the past few months um, and I hope that these will help to get you started or guide you on a hormone health journey because um, maybe you have similar questions. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Oh, that sounds like something that's going on with me. And hopefully this can help you because truly my passion is just to help as many women as possible so they don't have to feel lost and alone because you're not, okay? All right, so the first question is, I don't like to cook separate meals for my family, so I just eat what they're eating. How can they make this easier so I can reach my goals? Okay. I get asked this a lot, and I under I can I can relate, and I'll explain in a minute. But I can understand that. First thing I want you to realize is you have to do this for you, right? Um, and if your family's fighting you against it, you have to tell them this is for my health, this is for my sanity, this is for me, so that I can take better care of you. Okay. So now I want to put this out there. If you, I want to ask you this: If you're trying to improve your health and you want to eat healthier meals because you're concerned about these health things or whatever's going on, why would you not want to do that for your family as well, right? Um, do you want your children to have to go through all these health issues as they get older? 
because you're going through them now? Or would you rather teach them about healthy eating right now? My guess is you would want to help to guide them as much as you can so that when they get to be your age, they're not experiencing these same things as you are, right? Um, and I'm just going to share my story because I went through this. I went through having to... Uh, so when I met my husband now, um, he had he had three kids. So he had twins that were 10 and, and a 15-year-old. And when I moved in with them, they were eating a lot of boxed meals, processed meals, processed foods, sugar, soda, all the stuff. He was a single dad. Like he was, you know, trying to do this. And he didn't know any better because this is what he had learned. This is what he knew. Um, so what I did is I just slowly started adding healthy meals in what they were already eating. Um, this way they weren't totally giving up all the foods that they were used to. And eventually there was no more junk food or and there was more healthy food in the home. Even my stepdaughter, it was just a couple weeks ago, um, she said to me, geez, when I lived with you, I ate so much healthier and I felt so much better. So even though at the time she may not have appreciated it, um, she does now. <clears throat> and that's because I, I slowly introduced them to foods. Instead of taking everything away that they were used to, just slowly started adding foods in. And with all that being said, if you are someone who likes recipes or your family likes recipes or hot dishes or things like that, all you need to do is figure out what that recipe is, do a search on Google, and search paleo in front of it. And that will give you the same meal, but a much healthier option. Um, so let's say you want to make tater tot hot dish. Search paleo tater tot hot dish and find out a healthier way to make that. So it's still something that they're used to, but it's going to be a healthier version for everybody, the entire family, right? Um, so another thing is make the pasta or the bread for those growing kids because, yeah, maybe some of you have teenagers uh, that need those foods. They need more calories. They need more of the, the carbs. Um, but don't make an entire dish. So what I mean by that is make the pasta separate from the protein, the sauce, and the cheese, and then have them mix their own. And you leave the pasta out or just have a small amount and then add some vegetables. So let's say you're going to make spaghetti, Right. You want to make the meatballs, make the pasta, and then have the sauce on the side, and then they come and put the pasta on their plate, they put the meatballs on their plate, and they put the sauce on. You can do the same, and you can just do a little bit of the pasta without all the rest of the stuff, right? So you're making the same meal, you're just choosing to eat it just a little bit differently. And maybe adding some more vegetables on the side, especially for those kids that are picky vegetable eaters. Um, Maybe if you're making hamburgers, everybody wants to have hamburgers and fries, right? It's a, it's simple, it's easy. Don't have a bun with yours. So that cuts down on the processed foods and the, and the, the carbs that our bodies don't need as we become more insulin resistant, which I'm going to talk about later. Um, add some vegetables on the side, but still enjoy the fries, right? There's nothing wrong with that. You can still make the same meal, just make a, a, some different choices as you're making it. And if you don't have an air fryer, invest in one. This could be the best thing you'll ever have. And I'm learning so much more so, and I'm going to be doing some sh uh, some reels and stuff showing you just some of the meals that I've been quick, uh, quickly making because it's so simple and easy. And a lot of them take like less than 15 minutes. And if you think of this, if you are going to cook something on the side for yourself, right? You're cooking the meal. You can easily throw chicken breast in the air fryer for about 10 to 12 minutes and have them done. You can throw vegetables in there. Um, you can make chicken fajitas for the whole family 
and just put yours on a bed of lettuce and they can use tortillas. Or you can put yours on a small amount of rice and they can use tortillas. There are so many ways for you to find family-friendly meals that you can enjoy just by switching out a couple different things. Um, it's just being creative, right? Being creative about how you make them. If anybody has any comments or questions about this, you can post below and I will answer them afterwards. I unfortunately can't see Facebook because I'm using my phone to record. So, um, okay. So that's, that's that. Like you don't, don't make it, don't be overwhelmed and make it a big thing. Just be like, I'm choosing to do this and either I can do it an easy way by kind of mixing the way that I make my meals or just making my own on the side, but make, make the choice for yourself because you're important and your health is important. But also, you know what? Throw some healthy meals in for everybody because you want to teach your children how to do this as well. All right. So the next question is, why am I doing all the same things that I was doing before, but now I'm gaining weight? And I hear this over and over and over again. And it happened to me too. I totally can relate and understand. And it's called perimenopause or menopause. And it's because of your hormones. Okay. So around age 30, our metabolic rate starts to slow down, meaning we burn fewer calories at this at rest. This is mostly to, mostly due to we're losing muscle mass, which means which burns more calories than in fat. So if you're losing muscle, you're losing more, you're you're not burning as many calories just at rest, okay? So if you're not already doing this, this is the number one thing you should be doing some form of strength training. So the reason that this is happening is because your hormones are dropping. So here's how you can combat, combat that and change that. So strength training, 100%, two to three times a week. It can be body weight, it could be bands, it could be dumbbells or barbells, whatever you have. But something that creates resistance against your body. The more muscle you have, the more body fat that your body burns, okay? But when we're losing estrogen and, and, and testosterone and all these hormones, every our muscles, we're gonna lose muscle, so we're not gonna burn as many calories. And estrogen, which is the key female, female hormone, I'm sure you've heard of it time and time again, this plays a role in fat storage and distribution. So when this drops during menopause and perimenopause, this leads to us gaining fat around the belly, around the hips, around the thighs. And it's not so much just the fat that you can see, so the fat that you can grab that's unhealthy, it's the visceral fat that's inside around your organs. And this is what we don't want to see happen. And the hard thing about that is you can't see it. But if you have, if you're gaining weight and it's a lot around your belly, you most likely will have some, especially if you're eating a lot of processed foods, you're not working out doing the things that you need to do. That is the the fat, or that's the fat that's going to cause a lot of health concerns. So we want to make sure that we're addressing that. How can we address, so it's all due to the hormones dropping, right? And the estrogen for sure. So how do we support estrogen naturally? So how do we help boost it? For uh, One thing you can do is add one to two tablespoons of flaxseed per day to any of your meals. I like to add flaxseed in my, um, in my smoothies in the morning, but you can also sprinkle them on salads. You can sprinkle them on vegetables. You can put them on anything, put them in yogurt. They really don't have a lot of flavor, but they're good for you. Just make sure they are ground and they are ground fresh. So buy them whole and grind them yourself. Um, that's the number one thing you can do. 
if you are low in vitamin D. Vitamin D can help to boost your estrogen levels. So supplement with vitamin D, but make sure it has K2 as well. If you don't know, you should always test. So if you don't know, ask your doctor to test for you. And then I like to do about 10,000 IUs in the winter time because they just don't get as much sunshine and then about 5,000 in the summer. But again, ask your doctor for a test, get tested and then supplement with it. That's going to help boost the estrogen. There's also a supplement called DHEA, which is a naturally occurring hormone that can help that can be converted to estrogen and testosterone, which are those hormones that are dropping that are causing the belly fat, right? And causing us to gain weight without really changing anything. Uh, but please do not supplement with this if you have not talked to some type of health practitioner. Um, it could even cause more hormonal issues. I do supplement with DHEA because I have tested and I am postmenopausal. So I know that my hormone, my estrogen and, and testosterone are super low. But if you're somebody who might have estrogen dominance or your hormones are all over the place, you want to make sure that you test. But this is also something that is an easy test that you can get done and then supplement with that to help boost the estrogen and the testosterone to help get rid of that belly fat and to help drop that weight that just appears overnight. Um, so back, I want to go back to the lifting weights again. One study that I found examined the hormonal changes that occurred after women between the ages of 19 and 69 completed an endurance or resistance training session. In both groups, there was an increase in testosterone and estradiol, which is a form of estrogen, and hormone or human growth hormone after the exercise sessions were completed. So lifting weights is another way to boost your estrogen and testosterone naturally. So lift those weights. Do resistance training two, three times a week. Just do it. It's so good for your body and it's so good for your hormones and it's so good for the belly fat that you want to get rid of. Uh, another reason why you're doing all the same things and all of a sudden you're gaining weight is as we age, our bodies become less sensitive to insulin, which is the hormone that helps to regulate blood sugar. I will speak about this forever to anyone who is over older than 45 because this is what's happening and this is why you're gaining weight or you struggle to lose weight. Uh, the insulin resistance can make it hard to lose weight and contribute to belly fat storage. So what can you do to help with insulin resistance? Stop eating processed foods and stop eating sugar. That's the number one thing, okay? Always, you always, 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 always want to pair a fruit or a carb, which means a potato, alcohol, rice, bread, um, any type of fruit with a protein. Always eating the protein first and then the carb. Always, always. I can't stress this enough. This means you don't eat an apple on its own. I know we love apples. Eat something with it. So have some nuts or some nut butter or string cheese. Um, we all like to eat banana, but a banana, it's natural sugar, but it's so high in sugar. People love bananas, and this is the hardest thing for me to get my clients to get rid of, but it's all sugar, and it spikes your insulin. It's okay in moderation, so you can have about a fourth of banana, but you always want it to do with some nut butter in a smoothie, something where there is protein, okay? That's going to help to keep those blood sugar spikes to a minimum, so they're not going up and down and up and down. This means no alcohol on its own. Alcohol is pure sugar. You don't just want to have a bunch of alcohol in the middle of the day without any food. 
make sure you're drinking it after a meal. Uh, this means no oatmeal without protein. Oatmeal is a carb. It is a sugar. It's going to spike your insulin. So add some protein powder to your oatmeal. Uh, if you want to have cereal, because I admit it, sometimes on Friday night, I'm tired of food. I'm going to have a bowl of Cheerios. But I add protein powder to my almond milk with my cereal because I don't want to just have cereal because it's just sugar and carbs, okay? If there's anything that you could take away from this, eat protein with any type of carb, okay? Um, and make sure you're eating enough fiber. You want to aim for about 25 grams of fiber throughout the day in form of mainly food, not Metamucil, not the fake fiber. Let's get it from food, nuts, seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds. Those are the best forms to get them from. Plus they have good omega-3s, which are so good for you. But you can also get it from, you know, potatoes, rice, things like that. But you want to get enough fiber. And, and if you've heard me speak enough, enough, it's always protein first then fiber, then fats, and then your carbs. You can have the carbs, but you gotta have the protein and fiber to help to balance that out so that your blood sugars aren't spiking. Um, another thing that you may not realize at, that if you don't get enough sleep, it's gonna make you more insulin resistant. So you need to focus on getting seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, you need to manage your stress. When you're stressed out, it dries up your blood sugar, dries up your cortisol levels. So you need to do something to manage the stress. So deep breathing is free. You can do that anywhere. That can help to calm down your system, right? Um, say no when you're overwhelmed. Do yoga, meditate, whatever's going to calm you down, bring you joy. These are all things that are so doable. They are free to do at home. I mean, obviously you got to buy food. But um, if you're seeing those, those weight just happen to appear or it's continuing to grow... It's because of those dropping hormones. And these are the best ways that you can do to support it naturally. And that's where you should always start. And I'm going to go back to the working out again because, yes, movement and working out are going to help so many of the hormonal issues that you have going on. So make it a priority. 10-minute workout or a 10-minute walk. Start there. Then add five minutes every couple weeks. Just move. Move that body, okay? And another one little quick tip to help with that insulin resistance is... Every time you eat a meal to help your body stunt the blood sugar surges, go for a 10 minute walk or do 50 squats. Like you want to get the, the food or the blood sugar going into your muscles instead of, you know, going through your system and storing on your body as fat. So it's simple, easy. This is what I've been doing after my dinner at night because it's dark outside and I'm not going to go for a walk. Sometimes I'll hop on the treadmill for about 10 minutes. But sometimes I just squat to my couch. I mean, literally squat, sit on my couch, stand up. I'll do that about 50 times or for about two minutes. And that's just going to help so that I'm, you know, combating the, the what's going to happen with the insulin. Okay. So again, these are super, super easy tips and super easy things that you can do. And these are all going to help that weight loss in your perimenopausal and menopausal years. I promise you. It's what I do with my clients to help them do just that. So take those tips and try them and see how you feel and see what happens. Okay, so the last question, somebody asked me why that pause. Sorry about that. Um, the last question somebody asked in the group is, can you touch on supplemental 
testosterone. I've been doing the pellets, but I don't like the side effects. All right, so if you don't know what uh, testosterone or, or testosterone pellets are, so first there are different forms of uh, testosterone replacement replacement therapy available. You can do injections, you can do patches, gels, creams, um, the pellets. There's so many different options for that. But first off, why should you supplement with testosterone? So when your hormones are dropping or super low in menopause, perimenopause, postmenopause, it can help with things like low energy or sluggishness, low libido, brain fog, lack of muscle strength, but you got to do the muscle, the, the strength building too. Uh, inability to sleep, weight gain, those are just to name a few. So these are all the things that I was experiencing when I became postmenopausal because I had no testosterone. I was tested and boom, super low testosterone levels along with estrogen as well and progesterone. So I just want to speak first about my own experience. About two years ago, I did try the pellets. Um, and what that is, is if you, if you don't know, they make a small cut in your booty and they insert a pellet in there, okay? And they can be different sizes depending on the amount that you're being prescribed. I don't recall how much I was using. Um, I don't off the top of my head. And it wasn't real painful. I knew it was there. You could felt like I could feel it just a little bit moving around for the first couple days and then it was fine. Um, so my experience was, a, it took about 10 days before I actually even noticed anything, okay? so. 10 days of it being in me before I really noticed anything. And then for about a month, I felt absolutely incredible. I had great energy. I had a high sex drive. I was sleeping good, good mental clarity. But then around the start of that three month mark, I could tell that things were getting worse again. I was having more, I wasn't sleeping good. I was having um, more brain fog, just more lack of motivation, just more tired and sluggishness, things like that. So that was the number one reason that I didn't like them. Uh, because I had no control over the dosage because they put it in, it's just there. It slowly starts to dissolve. And so obviously you're going to get a high dose in the, you know, after a little bit, and then it's going to slowly dissolve. So you're not getting as much. Um, so I couldn't, couldn't feel the same throughout the whole month. Right. And so that was frustrating to me. And I felt like it was a little bit expensive. I think it was about $270. Now, I don't know what the average is. It may be different in different places, but I think that's about what I was paying. So $270, which, and it lasted me about three months. And so then I had to go back in and get another one. And I don't recall if I had any side effects other than I had a lot more chin hair, which if you know, you're already getting that anyway. So it was all over as well on my, on my lip. Um, yeah, I was uh, so much more than I have now. Um, I remember being just a little bit of irritability a little bit of anger and like low patience, which again, makes sense. Um, sometimes high testosterone will cause like anger. So when it got to be high, I was just like kind of anxious and irritable and things like that. Um, I'm not sure what side effects Lisa who asked this question was having, but those were some of the ones that I was experiencing. So when I went back again, cause I did the pellets for a while and then I stopped. Um, I don't know what's happening. Maybe it was COVID. Maybe it was just a lot going on and I just didn't go back. But finally I decided, okay, I need to go back. And I think this was when I was postmenopausal. I was like, I need to go back. I got tested. Um, and I wanted to try the cream instead. And so far almost, I've been on it for a year, over a year. I think I started last January. I mean, I love it. I love the cream and I'm going to show you. It's just in a little tube. 
comes out the top. You click it at the bottom. You can do one, two, like on here I can do one to, or two to four clicks. So I can control how much I'm using. Um, and I don't run out. So I always know how much I can use. I can use the same amount every single day. I don't run out because I can order it before it gets run out and I have it delivered right to my house. Um, and some days, like, I will do like an extra click, an extra click because I want, like if I know I'm going to work out more, it's going to be a more busy day. I will do an extra click and I, and I feel really good. But sometimes I can tell if I've used an extra click cause I get that, I get that more anxiety or irritability issues, like really frustrated stuff. And that's because of the testosterone. That's kind of what it does. Um, so I drop back, back it down, but again, I have control. I can decide if I need more or I need less. And I kind of play around with it depending on where I'm at and how I'm feeling. Um, so, and this, and the other thing I like about it is this, this is, this cost me, I think it's like $60, 60 to $65. And it lasts me about 45 days, depending again, if I forget to use it, if I more use more clicks, less clicks. Um, but again, I've had the best use with this. I don't know about like the patches or anything else because I have not no experience in them. I don't know. I haven't heard enough about them. I think you really kind of have to just figure out which one works best for you and give it a try and see but this is my experience from the pellets to the cream, the difference that I felt. Um, and if anybody has any questions about HRT, you know, which is hormone replacement therapy, feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook or anything, and I will do my best to answer from what I know. Um, I'm not a doctor. I can't, I can't prescribe this. I can't, you know, I can't tell you what you should do. I can just give you advice based on my knowledge, my experience, and what I've, what I've listened to from other people. Um, so hopefully that helped Lisa. Hopefully that helped answer your question a little bit. And that's all I have for today for the questions. Um, but if you or anyone, you know, is going through some hormonal stuff, you know, maybe they've been to a doctor and they haven't gotten any answers or just felt like they weren't listened to, or maybe they, the doctor just said, here, let's put you on some medication. Please, please reach out to me before you do anything. Um, let's just talk. I do free consultations for anyone and if I can help you, I will. And if I feel like maybe we need to get you on a plan, we can talk about that. Um, and if I don't feel like what I can, I can't give you what you need, I will direct you to someone I can, or you know what, maybe I just need to give you a couple tips to help you to move forward. Cause maybe it's just something simple that you need to do to feel your best. Um, you don't have to feel like crap. <laughs> like I said, if you're in that 40 to 50 year old um, at stage and you're kind of just oh, feeling frustrated because nothing's working. You just don't feel good. You're lacking motivation, all the things you've got a long time to go to feel, continue feeling that way. You know, you don't deserve to, you don't deserve that. You don't, you, you shouldn't have to settle. Um, so speak up, talk about it, share your experiences. You can share them in the group. You can talk to me. Um, you deserve an amazing life for years to come. I really truly want this for women because we just don't know what we don't know. And so without asking questions, we don't know what we can, how we, that we can feel our best. Um, so I'm here to help you in any way possible. So I appreciate you ladies for listening. Um, again, if you had any questions about anything, feel free to reach out to me, ask me more questions and I would love to do these more often. So send the questions my way, my way. And other than that, thank you so much and have the most amazing day.
Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks and Hormones podcast. And if you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with your friends by sharing it in your stories and tagging me on Instagram at Fit Chicks and Hormones or on Facebook at Angie Marone. And if you have a free minute, a review would be great too. Feel free to message me with any questions either on Facebook or Instagram. I love helping women move through their hormonal years with ease.